Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 152 of the Mom Hour. Sarah, I just had that moment again where I didn't know whether to say 152 I thought or it, 152. It, it, it rolled right <laughs> off the tongue. Thank you. Um, I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. I'm recording what? this from a little girl's getaway weekend. Yes, in... and I'm recording this from my new house. We're like all over the place lately. We I've, are. We've, I've recorded from Hawaii. You're changing houses every week. We, <laughs> and just in case you guys think, we're like in NPR studios. We're not. We're not. And um, last week, I think I recorded in my old house's kitchen because all of my furniture is gone. But the only internet I had was at that house. Right. And then today, I'm, I finally have internet in my new house, but I had to go back to the old house to get, to get mic. my mic because I didn't have it with me. So it's just like, I don't know, it's a comedy of errors over here right now. Well, but here we are. <laughs> Here we are. I'm really excited about this episode. Um, we are talking about what's great and maybe not so great about our eight. And of course, we mean our eight combined children. Yes. Um, you know, one thing that I think, Sarah, I think always drew me to you when we became friends was like, I think we both share about our kids' um, foibles and challenges without being super complainy. Yeah. And I think we can both, we both love talking about our kids without being super braggy. I yes. feel like I'm bragging about us right now, but like that's a, a quality I really like in another mom is like yes. really appreciating their kids, but also being really honest. And I think it's it, it comes down to like appreciating childhood, like sort of yes. getting a kick out of kids. And I think you and I are both like that. So this is yes. fun to do. And we've actually every once in a while when we do this type of episode where we really just like talk about our eight kids and what they're up to, we always get good listener feedback. So while it might yeah. feel like we're talking about ourselves I'm hoping we are. that we are we're talking about our kids we're but being a little I, self-indulgent this time I know that okay. listeners kind of feel like first of all they always love getting a peek into like the phases that are coming up ahead um, yeah. so if you're if you don't have 18 and 14 year olds like you do Megan then that's fun to hear but also I think it does give moms permission to talk about their kids in this way which is like celebrating them but also being honest about what's hard yeah yeah, yeah. all love necessary it. 
So yeah, so we're gonna go through all eight, and yeah, um, we're just gonna go what one by one, and just yeah, I just so yeah. we've done this maybe two or three times, and kind of given a different context each time. But I realized we've always done a different order. One time it was age order. One time I pulled ages out of a hat. Do you remember that? It was like yes. random. Oh my gosh! I forgot. So yeah. today I was like, let's do alphabetical because that will mix oh, them up yeah. in a different way. So anyway, that's what we're gonna do. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah. And for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle. Whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour50 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. All right. So who's up first? You got the only A. The only I know. A name so we'll go so alphabetical. And right. I threw in here real quick, like if we want to say something that's great about this stage, something that's hard and something this kid is really into. But, you yeah. know, I always like to put structure and then you can ignore it if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it's helpful. Um, okay. So Allegra is, let's see, this episode will come out right smack in the middle of April. So she will be like 10 days away from turning 10. So she's turning 10 at the very end of April, which has me having all the feels about a decade of motherhood of course it's like all about me for some reason like Mm. when you're when your oldest child (laughs) turns a new age it's also your anniversary of becoming a mom so coming up on 10 years um I think what's great right now and what I'm really appreciative of is she's really into me and wanting to spend special time with me and I think I just have this really acute realization that 
you know, teenage years are coming and I'm, I'm never one to like be pessimistic about the teenage years. I've loved being surrounded by you and other moms who have great relationships with their teenagers. So I'm not doom and gloom about it, but I do know that a natural part of that is separating from, you know, like wanting your mom to be your BFF and that's normal and natural. So I think the fact that she does really want to spend, like she'll ask if we can go on a date or have special time together. So I'm just really appreciative of that and trying to say yes, like all of the times, like, you know, take that while I can. Um, Another fun thing is she's starting to stay home alone for short amounts of time. I think I mentioned that briefly when we talked about Mm -hmm. tweens. Um, And that's kind of cool. She feels really proud and I feel fine about it. Like I haven't felt worried or I don't know, it just is a milestone for us since she's my first kid that I can say, hey, you can stay home alone for the next 20 minutes. Right. Um, Hard, I would say if there's something hard, it's just that the same thing, like this tween phase is very much like no longer being super into little kid stuff. So I feel like I enjoyed this window and I knew it was a window that would end where like, let's say Violet got to like three, three and a half, like, and I had three kids who really could pretty much enjoy doing the same things when we went on vacation, if we went out to do something, going to a movie. And I knew that like Violet had to get into that uh, cohort and then that pretty soon Allegra would start to pull out of it. And that's how it works. So like things like choosing a family movie or like when we were on a family vacation recently, like choosing activities, she just sometimes gets a little, I would say like not grumpy, but like disinterested in doing what the rest of us are doing again that's supposed to happen but I I mean I think just just a shift for all of us like oh it's okay if you'd rather stay back at the hotel room because you don't want to go down the water slide again you know like that's all right um and then something she's really into I just put a few things slime still the slime craze (laughs) yeah making it wanting to make it it never turns out um baking she's been into baking for a while and then she's super into the soundtrack to the greatest showman movie which oh that's funny I don't I don't particularly love the soundtrack I thought the movie was entertaining but it's it's cute I mean it's cute to have her like right some music that she really just wants to put on repeat (laughs) it's a very I felt very meh about that movie yeah um but it's a great like it is like a great kit it's kind of like the soundtrack for Frozen yeah. It really wasn't my cup of tea, but I see why kids were into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, so. I was entertained by the movie. I thought I saw it in the theater and I saw it with her. And so the movie didn't bug me quite as much, but I don't think that like the music, it, it all sounds kind of the same to me and a yeah. little bit auto-tuned. Yes. Uh, or by auto-tuned. a lot auto-tuned, but it's, <laughs> it's still cute. Like for her birthday, she yeah. asked for a greatest showman poster for her room. And like, mm. that's the first time she's wanted like, you know, that's, any kind yes. of pop cultural reference poster for her that's room. Awesome. It's just cute. Yeah. yeah all right. So I that's Allegra. That. That's Allegra. All right. So Clara's up next. Yeah. Okay. So Clara, um, I just have to tell you one thing. I think I mentioned this in our our episode about moving, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it just like Clara is so excited about this new house. I mean, she just loves it. She's like, this is, they went in the kitchen. They're like, and Clara, especially it's so nice. I mean, the kitchen is teeny tiny and (laughs) they're like these old, like not old, like they're, they're they're clean and nice but yeah. they're like apartment appliances you know yeah. what I mean like a small white fridge like yeah yeah a small white you know electric stove yeah she's like wow these are so nice so, she's so super appreciative of everything which and she's just a delight to be and around. she probably doesn't remember moving into your last house very well no, not so really. she has she a like more four. of a big kid sensibility yes. about yes. this newness I love that yeah I should mention she's nine she turned nine um in in March so right. um she's still a little kid but she's definitely breaching like kind of coming up on that tweenness yeah and she's just she's just sweet she's appreciative and sweet um she loves spending time with me 
another thing that was kind of cute, but also kind of a hard thing. Like these kind of sometimes they cross over, right? So yes, when we moved all, here, a lot. one of the things that we've been doing is um, watching Full House together. Yes. And when we moved into this house, like the, the living and dining room area is small. And I was like trying to figure out how to lay it out. And I finally said, there's no room for a TV in here. And I don't care. I don't really I don't watch TV very yeah. much. And I don't really want it to take up that much wall space. I'd rather yeah. have my record player or my books. And or where you put your TV, like then it influences like the rest of your furniture. Everything. It has a big Absolutely. Yeah, impact. Yeah. Like I would have, there was only one wall it really would have worked on, which would have meant I would have had to lay everything out completely yeah. differently. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not having a TV in this room. And she's like, well, but where are we going to watch Full House? And I said, well, we can just watch it on my computer in my room. And she's like, but that's not the same. So she's very, mm-hmm. like she she really likes, even though she's embracing this new life um, and this new space, She's also very concerned about certain things always staying the same. Yeah. And so that's like good and hard. Like it's yeah. cute, but it's also, I think it ties into kind of her overall anxiety. Yes. Um, she worries a lot about little stuff. She worries about things that are totally outside of her control. And that's one thing I've had to be really careful about not being um, grumpy when the kids are peppering me. Like I'm just trying to move and the kids are peppering yeah. me with questions that I don't, I'm not prepared to answer or I just don't want to answer right yeah. now. And I want to be like, guys, just chill out. It'll all work out. Okay. But I mean, for her, it's a big deal. Like yes. little and things I, that are dumb to me are a big deal to her. I feel like this episode might be like one third about kids with anxiety because I, I'm mm-hmm. going to have things to say about that too. And we yeah. both have, um, but I, I totally agree that like, those questions and the it's all it it is it is anxiety at the root and when you realize that it doesn't make it easier necessarily no but it is it they're just not doing it conscious. to be annoying right it makes yeah. me more conscious about the way I answer yeah because other it would be easier for me to be like you guys like are really annoying me stop <laughs> yeah because they are really annoying me yeah but but I have to you know kind of think about where they're coming from yeah. and their world is shifting and yeah. like they want to know Owen was just fixated on his bus stop and I can talk about that later yeah. too but like where's my bus stop gonna be I was like dude I have no idea it's gonna be around here I don't know like we'll worry about that like what time will the bus get me I don't know I can't think about that right now right it's like yeah. kids like kids when they get into that line of question cannot sort out like what needs to be answered now and what right. can we set aside and I yes. relate to that because I am someone who deals with kind of anxiety and like fixation on details but I think I had just have an adult sensibility of like okay that I do want to know the answer to that but I can put it off for a day or whatever right 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 like we we know how to prioritize because yeah we have they experience. don't yeah like we have experience of do moving and having things work out yes like we have that's the, so true. The life experience yes. we know will like that information will be revealed yes. later and it'll be okay they don't have that experience yet yes. so I just keep trying to keep that in mind and, and Owen's one but Clara is like super intense about certain yeah. things so <clears throat> um she's you know she was a little worried about sleeping in her new room but she's right across the hall from me and it's been working out pretty well the last few nights so it's really working out well and for her I think you know she's really into reading um Right now, in particular, I think us not having a TV in the living room actually has helped because while I'm doing all the millions of little household tasks that um, come with being in a new house, I'm like putting things away and putting little furniture together and hanging stuff up. She's just parked on the couch reading. So it's kind of a way of being near me. She's been reading. She's been reading all over the place. The book she's actually on right now is a Disney book. It's Mal's House of Spells, I think. 
And it's like, is it one of those descendants? One? I work in the yes, elementary school, school library, so I feel like I'm I'm like well qualified. Mel, maybe I see it's all Mel's these books? book of spells. Yes, okay. It's, it, I didn't know that either. Or it's Mel. Maybe it's Mel's spell book. Yes, it's Mel's spell book. It is a descendants book, and I I didn't know that until she started telling me like one of the kids in it is Corella Deville's. Yes, that's daughter a daughter or something. Thing. I know. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, you know, the mean. The mean lady in 101 Dalmatians, like, what are you talking about? And then she showed it to me and I said, oh, I didn't I didn't understand how it works. So she's reading that currently, but she's also working her way through the Little House series and she's nice. always got something home from the school library. Yeah. Too, so she's I, often working. I have more zero. I, I don't I don't I feel like my kids read equal parts garbage, what I think is garbage yeah. and good yes. stuff. And I'm I'm not one ever to judge because I was the same. Right. So oh, yeah. I read yeah. the backs of shampoo bottles when yep, I was a kid. Me so too. whatever is if it's words and yep. she's into it, I'm into it. So yep. that's funny. Yeah. So that's her. That's Clara. I Am I next? Clara. Yeah, I you guess... got to go a few in a row. You have more oh, kids than right, I do. Because I've but got I'll all have... the lower alphabet names. Yeah. Right. Um so Jacob is twenty. Twenty This is gonna be easy and fast because okay. Jacob is um in Southern California. He's in Pasadena actually living with my stepbrother and his wife. And so, yeah, tell people like how that all played out if they aren't familiar. Yeah. Like he's been out, well, he graduated a year, ha- he graduated year and a half ago. He graduated a year and a half ago and actually almost two years ago now. And just hasn't, he didn't want to go to college right away. He's just kind of had a hard time figuring out what he's going to do next. I honestly think he's kind of a homebody and I don't think he wanted to leave. Like I think it was really hard for him to go to mm-hmm. California. I think he wanted to be around the little sibs and I think mm-hmm. he wanted to be around us and just was kind of like not really his his uh what's the word I'm looking for with the the Motivation? thing that the air the no. what's the thing the plane takes off on the runway <laughs> the runway his runway was getting a little long like yeah. I really like I needed him out it, yes. it's not he's perfectly um affable and easy to live with yeah. but like I would come in the kitchen and see his pot that he made you know rice in and it bubbled over and I was I would have like rage because Mm -hmm. I just don't need an adult child in my house right now like it just was too much right so I think that's a very natural thing I think it happens um it's like a biological imperative that you start you want to kick your kids out of your house yep and we kind of have like this policy in in our family and our extended family that kids can kind of float between houses I've had Mm -hmm. my sister's kids have lived with me um for years and when they're older and Jacob lived with my sister for a while when he first graduated and that was a great experience for him. So um, I knew that my stepbrother had a a room in his house available. And so he moved out there like two months ago and has been, he got a job in fast food. He's just, he's palling around LA and seeing something completely different. Um, So it's great. He's off doing his own thing. It's hard because he's off doing his own thing Mm -hmm. and he doesn't tell me a whole lot about, what's going on with him. I get a lot of information secondhand mm-hmm. through my stepbrother and his wife. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to really respond about him because I don't exactly know what he's doing, which I'm sure is a healthy thing. We text, yeah. but he'll text me when he, you know, needs something or yeah. just to check in. But um, and you'll I, get, it's good for him. You'll get to see him when you're out there for yes. when we go to mom 2.0 in just yeah. a few weeks. Cause it's in Pasadena. So yeah. I'll just be right down the road. Yeah. It's really so, cool. So that's, Jacob. Um, right. Oh, gosh, I'm up again. Yep. Okay. Then hey, wait a second. Say. Isn't it H-I-J? Oh, <laughs> I'm not good at alphabetizing. <laughs> I did this super quick, and I was just, like, throwing the kids around. Okay. Oh, that's hilarious. I have a okay, degree so Isaac, in English. <laughs> Isaac should have been first, but that's okay. That was hilarious. Right. I will get this going. This doesn't seem right, but I can't figure out why. Um, <laughs> Isaac is 18. Okay. 
he what's great about Isaac he is super helpful um he's been awesome during this move I will say we had a little moment of tension where he was kind of upset about something and it kind of came out as like being him being passive aggressive and I was like look dude you're 18 I need you to be part of the solution here help me out you know and so we kind of had like a conversation about that and and since then like he's really like there was a a few days last week where the other kids were with John so it was just Isaac and I and I was trying to get a bunch of stuff done in the old house so that when they all came we could just move furniture and stuff Mm -hmm. and he was great like he just really pitched in and everything I've asked him to do he's done without complaining um what's hard about Isaac he's is that he is so quiet and reserved he doesn't like to ask for things Mm. so he doesn't make his needs known Mm -hmm. which in a big family is hard yeah and and I can actually directly ask him and he'll be like, well, that's okay. I don't need this or that or whatever. And then I think what ends up happening is sometimes he gets resentful because yeah. if you don't ask, you don't get, especially right. in a big family. Like you have to be a squeaky wheel sometimes. Yeah. And it's very easy for him to get kind of like, he was like the younger of the older kids. And now he's like the oldest of the younger kids. And I think like he's, I don't know. He's just gotten shuffled around more than yeah. anybody I think. And, and I, Hope he's not resentful about it, but honestly, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's tough. Sometimes it bubbles up in yeah. little yeah. unexpected ways, and I have to be like, okay, yeah, like let's talk about this. So is um, he still super yeah. into music? Is that still his like? Yes, that was guitar? What, yeah. And yeah. what's awesome, what's been so great is now where his um, room is, I can hear him. Like I could always hear him playing, but now I can really hear him, and mm-hmm. so I wake up to it and I go to sleep to it, and he's really Aww. good. He doesn't play in front of people, but he's really good what Uh, and he works really hard what kind of like guitar like what kind of music does he like or want to play like he plays um so he used to play a lot of pink floyd Mm -hmm. he plays Jimi hendrix Mm -hmm. he plays lots of um like pickings like um i'm trying to think of like what would be an example like 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 old style jazz and country and stuff mm-hmm. like it's hard for me like to where the, like where, like intricate guitar fucking, stuff like yes, where it's like finger, finger fingery yes fingery yeah. yes fingery stuff he's kind of getting into we're that so, we're so technical and i know right and uh, i mean he but he's all over the place and sometimes he just is playing like he's just trying to perfect something so it doesn't sound like a song it just sounds like him kind of jamming and it's it's does fun. he it's really ri- fun. does he any write does he kind of write his own then when he's doing that kind I of stuff i think so yeah i think so but it's hard to tell and he doesn't talk about it a whole lot I wonder so, if he'll be because yeah. he is the more like introverted, reserved. Like he could be really into like music producing or like yeah. you know maybe he doesn't want to perform, but maybe he wants to yeah. like go into sound editing or like yeah, that's you know kind like of, the engineering yeah. side. It's he cool. doesn't want to. So he's we've been having a lot of conversations about um, school and like what his next plan is, and he really doesn't have any interest in like going off to a four year university right away. But he did go and talk to somebody at the local. Um, we have like a, it's kind of like the career placement and they have mm-hmm. a youth specialist and they were just telling like, talking about what's around here and what's available and he's really interested in doing um an apprenticeship for electrician work mm-hmm. oh that's because what that, he really wants yeah. to do is make money quickly yep. and play guitar i don't think he has any interest in like he just wants to have a good job so yep. he can work and play guitar the rest of the time and and i think that electrical work makes a lot of sense because totally. he could potentially develop that into something to do with performance or right yeah you stage tech yeah exactly i mean even just in our little experience in podcasting we have come to really appreciate yes sound technicians of all yeah or he could become like a roadie i mean who knows there's so many things he could do and i think he's being really really smart and strategic about the way he's handling his next steps i think yeah yeah, he's going to be he's going to be good. That's so awesome. I can't he's got wait a couple to hear. sort of like plans sort of lined up and he knows his next steps. And, um, you know, he it's kind of funny because 
he did really well in his SATs and he forgot his calculator. So he was like, yeah, if I took him again with my calculator, I bet I could you know, do even better. And I think he got like a 1300, which is wow. like really yeah. good. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, Isaac, you probably could. But he's like, nah, I mean, I don't really like, I mean, I think he, he probably, can probably will do most do of it. the things he wants to do even with yeah. that score. I mean, so he's getting tons of college, um, like tons of letters and recruiters coming after him and stuff. And he's just like, eh. you know, he's not easily swayed by other people yeah. like what they want him to do or whatever. So I think he'll he'll make the choice that's that's right for him. And I did have to tell you, too, this is so cute. I said, well, do you think you want to, you know, like, would you be interested in moving to a bigger city or whatever? And he said, you know, I think I'd like to stick around for it right now and, you know, watch my little brothers and sister grow up. And I was Aww. like, oh. That's so like the cutest cute. thing ever. So it is really cute. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was like my favorite segment because I feel like I don't know Isaac as well. No, you, you don't. Feel like you don't know hard him. To know. He's, the, yeah. he's hard to know if you're in the same house. Yeah, let exactly. Alone for me, oh, you I know him that. by watching him, not because he tells you stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes. Wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. And the results are super reassuring. Just as an example, Ritual conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin, and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin is made with high-quality and traceable key nutrients in clean, bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Plus, they are leading the industry when it comes to sustainability. They use lower carbon packaging and prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients. That kind of thoughtfulness really matters to me. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash the mom hour. Start Ritual or add the Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash the mom hour for 25% off. Okay, so you have another child. 
But if you want, we can switch. Since I don't know how to use the alphabet anyway, if you want, we can switch read and yeah, you do you do okay. read, and then we'll okay. have we'll just pretend R comes before O yeah, because I am using creative alphabetization anyway. Um, okay, so I'll do read. Read is coming up on eight. His birthday is the very beginning of June, so he's very close to turning eight. Um, what's great about read is so one thing recently he's a highly highly cerebral kid not very Mm. physical so anytime he has like a physical milestone um I get like all the warm fuzzy like proud mom feels whereas like you know it just depends on what's a harder thing for your kid like you root for them so he got this hand-me-down bike from a neighbor a little while ago and it it has hand brakes and gears so it's like a real it's like a mountain bike it's like a really nice bike that a, a kid down the street outgrew And the bike was the right size for him. Like his feet could reach the pedals, but his little tiny hands and his coordination, the whole like breaking with your hands instead of pushing back on the pedal and then changing gears. It was like just too much. So we tried it a couple of times and he's never, you talked about bike riding recently and he's, he has been on a two wheeler for maybe since he was like an early seven, but he's never been great. I mean, like every time you watch him get started, it's like, it's, his first time riding a bike. You're like, oh, so, is this going to so, happen? Oh, something, <laughs> something made me want to try again. We waited, you know, several months. We had our kind of rainy, our California winter. And I said, well, let's, let's, you're a little bigger now. Let's try the, the mountain bike again. And um, it was hard. And his, you know, little hands on these big hand brakes, oh, you know. Yeah. And he got it. And he loves it. Like, he is wanting to bike ride every night after dinner. He's less tentative when he like steers like he's starting to like go up not up on the curb but like up on a driveway so he's like not just going in a straight line and then stopping like really tentative like he was before so that's just a cute example of like all kids I think struggle well for sure all kids struggle with something and for him it's more of like the physical skills that are harder and so it's just fun to see those mastered and see how proud they feel and like he's just when he does love something it's like it's the best thing ever like I love riding my bike like this is amazing yeah it's really cute um hard oh and it's similar in that way he gets into stuff like so hard like yeah yeah so hard right now I mean he is an anxiety kid in general his anxiety comes out I think very differently from Clara's his is tends to come out in like inflexibility like he has a real hard time with plans changing or things not going the way and his instead of worrying his comes out in being like super mad or even having a meltdown that looks like a four-year-old meltdown and he's almost eight and it's you know the trajectory over time is it's gotten a lot better but um recently it's some bedtime stuff and he's asking questions about death and what happens when we die and all of that Mm. is really normal kid stuff but he just like takes those things heavier and then I think he's afraid to tell me that he's worried about that so I was really glad that he did and we actually have been using I'll link this up in the in the show notes but I was like well let's do some bedtime meditation because it's it's almost like he um once he gets those thoughts started before bed then they can't stop and I think any adult who's had anxiety knows how that is like you don't you know you know that maybe something's irrational or like that you should fill your head with happy thoughts but once the scary thoughts start playing it's really hard to shut it's hard to shut them off and so we um there's an app calm which is a pretty popular meditation app and I'm not a regular meditator I'm not very good at it but I did have that on my phone and they have a section for kids and I'll link this up in the show notes so we have been doing just little um they're just on my phone and I we just hit play and it's five or six minutes of like bedtime meditation for kids and it might even be a placebo like the fact that I you know took the time to get out my phone and laid with him and he'll be like I feel so calm now and like I don't you know I don't know if it's working or if it's just like he felt like mom offered 
some kind of solution right. and so i feel safe that Could there's like something the to do effect a yeah bit and is that as well yeah like, oh, that's so awesome. we've been we've been doing that and um you know so he's uh, anxiety is always like there for him it's just kind of how it comes out um and i i've mentioned this book before but i read a book called the opposite of worry and i actually thought of clara too because they describe the different types and i know clara mm. a lot is like worrying people will be mad or worried about getting in trouble or worried about and like Reed doesn't have any of that so it's so interesting how like these it shifts shapes in different forms depending on the kid um yeah so it's a great book it's called the opposite of worry I I don't know if we talked about this but we were watching an episode of Full House and Uh the ones where like someone lies early in the show oh yeah and then you kind of know through the whole show they're gonna get in trouble oh and that's too hard like she has to cover her face yeah because she can't watch She's like why and, do they do that and do you know i don't know if i've ever told you this i have that only not with people getting in trouble i have that with like punked or candid camera situations where someone <gasps> yeah, you did that. everyone yes. else is in the know even when it's supposed to be funny like those shows no, oh what's the one that I they tried those. to uh, like i have like <clears throat> i have a a true anxiety reaction like i can't even really let my mind imagine them and like my whole family makes fun of me because it's like a weird thing to be anxious about but i can feel clara's pain because that's how i feel when it's like a um oh you know they tried to relaunch it was like what would you do like what would you do if you saw this conversation happening in a restaurant and then they stage it and everyone around is super uncomfortable I yes like I I have a feeling in my stomach just even explaining that anyway that was a long way of saying I'll (laughs) link up that book the opposite of worry I was fascinating reading about kind of the different ways it plays out in different kids and I did think of Clara and the little that I know about her when reading that section because I thought gosh Reed doesn't he doesn't play out like that at all. But then he has the inflexibility and the like being um, kind of obsessed with like what went wrong and what to do next time, like like wanting to like fix things. And anyway, so it's, a, it's yeah. lovely. Um, and then I would say I was going to say, what is he into right now? And then I just added whatever he's into, he's into obsessively. And you have said that about Owen, like yeah. he got out this. We have this paper airplanes um, instruction like it comes with the paper. It's kind of like origami paper <clears throat> and then instructions for making really complicated paper airplanes, which, yeah. Megan, you and I share spatial reasoning struggles. Yes. And there is nothing harder for me than following making... instructions for folding a paper airplane. Like it's pretty much the worst thing you could give me to do and of course Brian was like traveling a lot Reed wanted help and like so when he gets into something it's really hard for him to like oh why don't we not do paper airplanes and instead do this like that's not an option he is going to do paper airplanes until he has done everyone in the book and anyway um he's also into Pokemon has been for a long time Lego I mean Lego I feel like is almost not it's not phasing out the Legos are still out but he's more likely to putter over there and like build something from his imagination he doesn't like um covet the sets as much anymore which is probably a good thing for our lego collection but yeah anyway yeah i was just thinking about when my house was absolutely littered with paper airplanes for a while when we got into him but he would ask me to help him at first he always wanted me to make them for him or like help him make them and mine were just awful like i can't even get the basics of a good paper airplane down they all look like they were made by a four-year-old i mean (laughs) It finally was like, you know what? This is not. You should just go on YouTube and find it. Like, I'm actually making you worse at this. Yeah. So go to someone else to help you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I should look like at YouTube. Because this, this instructional thing, it's like in his mind, because there are instructions, 
and the paper comes with it, like you should be able to follow it to a T. And I get that, but I, I cannot look at those instructions on a two-dimensional instruction sheet and make that happen with the paper. It's physically impossible for my brain. I can't do it. And that was very disappointing to him yeah. because <laughs> I, I was no help. I was help with yeah. the bedtime anxiety. I'm good for some things. But no, Isn't it no. funny when kids start realizing you can't actually do everything? Right. But I'm like, like, no, it takes I'm, them a while. I'm not just like, I'm not just putting you off because I want to do the dishes. Like I literally right. am trying as hard as I can to help you and I am no good at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my kids have learned that lesson the hard way yeah. several times over. So okay. should I now go back to Owen? Yeah, go right along okay. our alphabet from R to O. Um, our made-up alphabet that we do. Um, <laughs> okay, so where do I start? Owen is 12. Man, Owen is a funny kid. I, t- I think I told you once before, like, I you know I can't have a favorite, and I don't. Right. But, I've, but everybody has a soft spot for Owen. Yeah. He's just funny and adorable, like, he looks like a mouse. Like he's got. He these is so glasses. stinking cute. Like just yeah. visually. Yes. I mean, you're gonna he's tell so the, like the Instagram video and... story, right? Because I don't think we talked. We've talked about Owen Which before. One? The, the one, the dancing one, recently. Oh, the flossing. Yes. Yes. So he, like, if you're listening, you might not know what flossing is. It's that crazy dance that kids do these I days. Um, that looks kind of like you have a piece of floss, I guess, between your legs. I, I think that's what it's supposed to look like. But it's yeah, just, like your arms are going sideways. Yeah, down low. And your body is going. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, you have to just watch the video. But Owen, it kind of like Reed when he wants to do something, he masters it. So it yeah. wasn't good enough for him to yo-yo. He had to like master yo-yoing, and it wasn't good enough for him to. So that can have its downsides because they become obsessive about things like video games, and that can become a problem. But you know, sometimes they use that for good instead of evil. And right now, he's a, like an expert flosser, and he can do it ridiculously fast. Yeah. Yeah, like this it's video hilarious. is so good. <laughs> so we'll post that. But he, um, so I would say he's been flossing a lot <laughs> lately. He's been flossing a lot. He's been playing this game Fortnite, which is apparently where they learned, he learned about flossing. That's kind of where flossing came from. Okay. Because I think it was like an, it's called an emote. And I think it, I think what that means is like, if you do a certain move or whatever, there, I think there's like a little animation that okay. you can, and this it's is a, a, like a, a like character a- flossing. Okay, video game like like PlayStation style or like what kind of it's, game? It's um it's Xbox and I okay, think it's like a game console game. I believe so. Yes, I'm not. I'm not really very good at video games. I know me I neither. Should, look, it might actually be. It might be computer. Okay, it might just be on the computer. Um, but it's like a multi, you know, massively yeah. multiplayer online yeah. game or whatever. And yeah, so, um, it's hilarious. And so, um. He, he's I, I'm just trying to think of like how to even describe him he's just just like always funny dry smart very easygoing mm-hmm. um except the hard thing about Owen is he's super like if he needs to join a debate club or something mm-hmm. because he will argue his point to the death even if his point has no merit even if he knows his point has no merit he will still defend it as though it is the most like valid <laughs> argument ever made so here's an example moved into the new house Mm -hmm. he didn't understand why we couldn't just take the wi-fi from the old house okay so i explained it like three times and this became he's like well mom no all you have to do is take the modem we have internet at the old house we can just move it here and i said no the service isn't hooked up yet so we can't and he just like 
I think he, by the end, understood like that it's not just because like William was joking that he was going to go collect Wi-Fi in buckets and bring it over. He's like, I'm just going to go get a jar at the old house and collect some Wi-Fi out of the air and put the top on the jar really fast and bring it over. So Owen knew at some point he was wrong. Right. But he still like just wouldn't let it go. Like, yeah. He just wouldn't. He's like, no, 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 no. You just you just get the router and you get the modem and you hook it up and then we'll have internet. And I was finally like, dude, I can't talk to you about this anymore. And I've got a million Owen stories like that. Yeah. He will just dig in and double down on anything <laughs> that he believes to be true or wants. Sometimes it's just that he wants it to be true. Yeah. So, yeah. So there was another story about that was when we were, um, we went out West a couple of years ago and he, <laughs> we passed um, John Wayne's birthplace mm-hmm. and he had it in his head that that was John Williams, the guy who wrote the Star Wars oh, okay. movies yeah. or music yeah. mm-hmm. and argued with all, us all for a good like hour that John Wayne wrote the Star Wars music. And finally, we're with like everyone's dying laughing because right. he just he right. just wanted it to be true or he yeah. wanted to argue it so badly that we yeah. just couldn't even. Well, we couldn't it's even reminding me. OK, you and this is major um, like going down a random path here. But you and I have both gotten into Enneagram in the past. And it's reminding me of the Enneagram type eight, which is the challenger that I yep. have learned a little bit about. And one of like the challenging or quote unquote arguing can really be like the way people almost connect to you or like the way that like not even necessarily a negative, although it can come across as negative, but I wonder if he's an eight. He might. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me actually. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, non Enneagram people are like, what are you talking about? But you you know, everyone should be an Enneagram Enneagram people. You know who you are. Um, Okay. Owen, anything else about Owen? Um, no, I mean, he's just into flossing and Fortnite and yo-yoing. My house. <laughs> and he's adorable. And he's adorable. He That's is all. adorable. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll do Violet. And Violet mm-hmm. is five and change. She turned five in January. So she's not kindergarten this year. It's her final year at home. Um, great about Violet. So she is kind of a budding reader. Just the very beginning of sounding out words. They do a little bit of that at school. And some of it's just happening. You know, she's just surrounded by people who can read. And right. she's she does not like to be like coached or prompted. And that's not really my style anyway. But so I'm, I'm really careful not to say like, oh, do you want to try and sound that out? Like I might have with other kids because she can get real sensitive if she thinks she's not doing something right. And that I think comes from being the youngest. But I posted a video on Instagram yesterday, but it was part of a longer video and it was so funny. She's really finally sounding out words where, you know, so it was a little Bob book and the sentence was the dog is fat and it was a fat dog in this Bob book. <laughs> so she says, you know, she, I help her with the, cause that you can't really sound it out dog. I helped her a little bit with is, and then she really easily on the video, you can watch this. She goes at fat and then she starts cracking up because for her like it's out she's like that's rude like they shouldn't put that in a bob book for kids i don't know why she thought it was so funny that the sentence was the dog is fat but it was also this really sweet moment of like she's decoding words like she's reading and like so i don't know i'm always a sucker for the beginning of like reading and language so that was really funny um she is she's a party you know she is fun and funny to be around I'm just trying to kind of enjoy the last few months of having her home two days a week with me like my little go to Costco buddy like she's really fun to just pal around with um she's harder okay so I'll go right into the hard the hard is she's always her whole life been hard to hang around the house with and I I'm a homebody I like to get stuff done around the house and 
my other kids, as they progressed, they just got a little better at playing by themselves. I think I messaged you this like a week ago. I was like, remember how you didn't send Clara to preschool and she would just like do art all day while you worked? Right. I was like, that, that <laughs> is not Violet. Like yeah. she, she needs constant social interaction. She's like an extreme extrovert. So she, she needs entertainment and not in the form of like someone entertaining her. She just needs so she just needs a a warm body and right. so it's like mom 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 and I mean it's hard to get even 20 minutes to myself if she's at home with me so we spend our home days bopping around and doing stuff and she'll go to the gym daycare and I think she's gonna love kindergarten because I think she really thrives when there's lots to do and see um and then something she's into is gymnastics she's just doing it once a week but she really likes it she's pretty good at it I don't think she's quite as bendy as Clara but she's she is flexible and she's pretty strong um and it's it's little kid gymnastics but it's fun to see her she hasn't done a ton of activities where she's like well she hasn't done a ton of activities at all but not any that like I can see her really maybe continuing with and she really likes gymnastics so yeah that's that's awesome she's a cutie she is Oh, are we back to... That's back to you, just William. William, William. sweet William. William's 14. He's a giant. Yeah. Like how tall... So the last picture I saw, it was back to back like the same. He's got to be way taller than you know. He's like 6'1". Oh my gosh. It just happened. I mean, and he's stretching out now. Like Mm -hmm. he he was always a little more like, I don't know, like he's been a stout kid Mm -hmm. and suddenly he's just like stretched. So he's, I mean, but he's big, like he like has a football player body Yeah, and he's, he's just ridiculously tall. He just got his hair cut super short. He looks so handsome. He had like a kind of a Bieber dude for, or do for a while. And he's got glasses now. So he's just like, wait, I need a picture of William. I feel like I can't even picture this. I will send you one. He's like, he looks like a dude. Like he looks like he's suddenly in high school and he's in eighth grade, but he's going to go into high school like looking like a man I so. remember I remember those guys in high school being like yes. and I was so little I was like looked like I was in fifth grade my freshman year right. of high school so I was like what is happening yeah oh. so he um tonight is actually our opening night for Annie Jr. that I'm directing and he's okay. in it he plays uh President Roosevelt nice That's and so perfect. also several different um he plays several um different chorus parts like okay. in the, the servant ensemble and the NYC ensemble um, and so he's like a theater kid right now. He's like just really into that and loving it. He's also in a production of the little the Little Mermaid at school. Like he wants oh, to cute. play tennis this year. He's just really becoming his own person. Like he's just he's so dry and his sense of humor is just like sometimes I'm not even sure if he's trying to be funny. Like he mm-hmm. trolls me a lot and he'll just say something it's ridiculous and I know I'm like I have to stop him and be like are you being serious right now or are you just (laughs) messing with me because I'm not always 100% sure right um the hard thing about Will is of all of my kids he's the I don't want to say he expects the most he just kind of rides me a lot about stuff so he got this idea that we were going to move into the fancy subdivision that all of us you know a lot of his friends live in Mm -hmm. and I shot that down about a year ago I was like honey a I probably will never have the money to live there. But even if I did, I probably, that's just not my thing. I'd probably buy an old house downtown, not, you know, not a big right. um, house out in a subdivision. And he's just like, okay, but, and then he comes at it from a different angle. And then he comes at it from a different angle. And I'm like, no, <laughs> stop asking me about this. So he just, he just rides me really yeah. hard. And I, he, he has like, I don't know if it's because he tends to hang out with a lot of kids who have a lot, or uh-huh. if it's just because he has this sort of sense about the world, like, 
but of course I should have that. You know, yeah. it's just like, and it's not, I don't want to use the word entitlement that makes him sound like a brat and that's not what I mean. Yeah. It's just sort of this idea that like, well, but I should have that, right? Yeah. Like, and I, and I have to let him down constantly yeah. <laughs> and be like, no, actually that's just not, that's just not our life. And you have plenty and you're right. not, you do not go without. Right. Um. So that's the hardest thing about him, but he's just a great kid. We've always called him good old reliable William. And he yeah. is, he is just reliable ask him to do something he does it it's always surprises me in fact sometimes i know my expectations of him are a little too high because it surprises me when he doesn't do like yeah i'm taken aback when he doesn't yeah. do something he said he would do and then i'm like my reaction to it is almost yes uh, out of proportion i like, have what do you mean yeah. why didn't you do that you said yeah. you would you know it's just normal kid stuff you forgot or whatever yeah but i'm like wait what you know? Yeah. So no, that is that's, yeah. that is so easy for that to happen. I feel like that yeah. happens with me more with Allegra and being like patient with her siblings. And then when she isn't, yes. I'm like, what the heck was that? And then I'm like, oh, right. like your siblings are jerks, and you are right. the world's most patient person with them, and you're a normal nine year old. So right. I can cut you some slack. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Well, I so definitely need to see a picture of William. I will I send like you one. He looks adorable. Right man now. child. Um, yes. Well, we have eight kids between us, and we talked about all of them. We did. That's amazing. We I did know. It. If you guys aren't <laughs> following us both separately on Instagram, Megan is Megan Francis, M-E-A-G-A-N Francis, and I am Powers of Mine, and we do share little snippets of our kiddos. Um, and then, of course, the mom hours on Instagram. But I would love to hear from our listeners about their kids. You guys can just email us and tell us about your kids and tell us yeah, we would love that. something great, something hard, and something they're into. And we read them all, and eventually we even reply to them all, although sometimes... It takes a while. Sometimes it um, takes a while. That's all right. But yeah, no, we love and and like I said at the top of the show, it's we need permission sometimes to just brag on our kids, but in this we kind do. of like without an ulterior motive, without a exactly without a motive to like show the world what kind of great parents we are. Maybe that's no, it, Megan. Like it's not the bragging we, isn't like we're not taking about. credit for this. <laughs> nothing. This none of this is anything we did right. It's just who they are and they're just cool people. I mean Yeah. You know, I love finding I love finding things to brag on about my kids. It just I feel like my job as a mom is to be their biggest cheerleader or one of my yep. jobs and to just appreciate them and um, it's and it has to nothing that. to do with taking credit. If you want to take right. credit for the good stuff, guys, you know you have to take blame for right. the not so good stuff. Exactly. So better just step back, appreciate the good, and yep. admit the hard. And you know, you're, they are it's their not own all people. they are their own people. Totally. Well, yep. this was super fun. Um, I did mention some things. I know I mentioned a couple books that I will link up at themomhour.com and anything Owen's flossing video and anything else we talked about. Go to themomhour.com. Look for episode one fifty two. If it's not there, yell at me in a comment, which happens <laughs> almost every episode. I'm like, oh yeah, you guys are so you keep me keep me on my toes. Right. Um, and yeah. Oh, this coming Sunday, Megan, we have an, another more than mom coming out. So that'll be oh, great. Fun. Look for that. Yeah. You guys. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. 
Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E R I K A dot A P P, and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com. 